Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea with my beloved co-host Dimity McDowell. Hello, Dimity. Hello, hello. Happy, um, I'm not sure if I say anniversary or amr anniversary or anniversary anniversary i don't know what do you think <laughs> i say i've been saying it out loud to other people but not to you so far um i've been saying it at anniversary anniversary yes mm-hmm. which stands for another mother runner anniversary mm-hmm. hashtag of course because you gotta do that because it's 2017 <laughs> um it's a little bit of a misnomer though because um we didn't really rename, we didn't name our company um, Another Mother Runner until, was it 2012? It was right before Train Like a Mother came out. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was definitely at least more than a year, close to two years into it. And um, yeah, yeah, before we had the lovely name of Run Like a Mother, colon, the book. Uh. A little clunky. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hit the floor. Um, Yeah. And what, and I think we were, I don't remember what we were on, um, on uh, for what a blog was called. Yeah, I, I think it was called Run Like a Mother Book. That's, was it really? I think it was. I think it oh, was. Geez. Yeah. Wow. 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 Such wow. pros Marketing we were. 101. We, yeah. we failed on that Although, one. Thank God we made it to seven years, huh? <laughs> also, yeah, so it's seven years. So, But also it is, it's a kind of uh, misleading in the other direction, too, because we had been you know, our feature in Runner's World had come out and we'd been blogging for several years as the Marathon Moms. And I know that there are some devoted bammers out there who have been with us truly since the start, since, the, yeah. since we were Oh, the I know. Moms. I mean, when I put up a little celebratory note on Facebook yesterday on my own personal account, mm-hmm. I was like, 2005, that's when I asked you over email to run a marathon. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that is 12 years ago. Yep. Yeah. Um, which I know really isn't the start of it all, but it is, I mean, it is the start of it all, but it's not when everything, you know, gained momentum, but still that is, you know, I, I think that might be the longest time I've been devoted to anything. <laughs> I like, well, I guess Amelia's 13 now, so I guess I give myself one more year there. But, and your um, marriage, your marriage. In my marriage, but you know, that, that goes off and on. So you can't, you can't count the 17 years I've been married. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you talking about, um, saying that you posted on Facebook. I have to say that um, we posted on Instagram asking people to enter a contest because we're having contests all this week on Instagram that are just blowing up. They're so much fun. And this one was uh, to be entered into it. Not only did you have to use the hashtag anniversary, but you then also had to say your favorite AMR memory. And last night I had an event at a local running store. And so I um, had dinner in a restaurant by myself beforehand. And so what do you do when you're dining by yourself? Well, look at Instagram. There's a little uh, sexy insight into our lives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to imagine going to eat by myself. Yeah, and it was, a, it was a restaurant with counter service. So, you know, you order at the counter and then you sit down and then they bring sure, it to you. Sure. So real, we're talking real swanky. So, but gosh, it was really good, though. But um, anyway, so I'm looking at it and oh, my gosh, like I was dabbing away the tears while looking at it. It was oh. really just, just so, so like really heartwarming and life affirming. I mean, I told Molly this morning, I, I swear I heard angels singing while I was reading it. It was, oh. it was really wonderful. Really, really oh, wonderful. Bammers so. on your shoulder. Yeah. Little pocket bammers. Yeah. 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 So, so, um, so thanks to everyone who's been sharing their memories and, and in this podcast, which you haven't, if you haven't guessed, it's going to be about this seven years since, since the birth of our bright yellow baby. Um, and so, and we're mixing into that voice memos from women um, that that we asked that got sent and they were just oh my gosh they were just a variety of them and some people that um, hadn't heard from before and so it was really just really lovely and so 
Um, so, Dim, we're going to take a, a stroll down memory lane. I say let's walk instead of running so we can talk in full sentences. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's shuffle. Let's just shuffle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so I, I made some notes and I put them in chronological order because otherwise it'll be the most, like, scattered. <laughs> we will be just going. It'll be like me talking about the Iron Man when I was like, yeah, and then I was in the run. Oh, wait, first let's go back to the swim. Like, wait, where am I? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um... So since our it was our first book, Run Like a Mother, that got this party started, I say let's talk about the launch of the book in Austin, Texas. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Start, start that, small. That was what I was going to actually put up um, because, holy cow, like, talk about, like, wah, wah. Oh, I know. I know. We were so... Um, Oh, so, so yeah. yeah so yeah, can yeah, I tell yeah. the story yeah. a little bit? So, or, well, hold on, hold on. So before, before yeah. we go into that, let's um, hear our first voice memo. It's from Elizabeth, who's an Austin mother runner. And I love this. She gave birth to her son the day after Run Like a Mother debuted. So she, I, um, she hears her voice memo, but also I did ask her to post a picture of her baby with our baby. And she posted it on Facebook yesterday. So uh, here's Elizabeth. This is Elizabeth, and I'm calling from Austin, Texas. Seven years ago, I was 40 weeks pregnant. I gave birth to my second little boy on March 24th, the day after Run Like a Mother was published. I found the book while plotting my comeback from pregnancy and read it between feedings and diaper changes. Running has given me health, strength, confidence, and many wonderful friendships. And y'all have been part of that. Congratulations on all that you have accomplished in building this community, and many happy miles to you. All right, Dim, share share the Austin memories. Well, first we should say, thank God we didn't really birth a book. I mean, it might have been easier than a 10-pound baby, but I don't know. Just the, the, the pages coming out might feel a little endless. Um, but anyway, so, so we went to Austin, and we were um, really lucky to have been invited by Zuma, right? Mm-hmm. It was... Um, a new they were at that point new balance was sponsoring zuma races yeah. and um and we were there to and new balance was launching a women's initiative i think mm-hmm. so um they combined it and this is back in the like the, the last days of the press trips right mm-hmm. where you know they brought in sports and fitness writers to a nice location and kind of gave you a lot of gear and it was one it was a huge perk of our job oh yeah no denying that for sure yeah um and so and and so zuma was also pretty new it was three years old at that point Mm -hmm. and um and so bray uh blackley who um we've had on the podcast before and become a good friend of ours um said that it would be okay if we sold our books and stuff Mm -hmm. um there and our t-shirts um which all two of them I know. Well, no, we had two. Yeah. Um, they were the same, we, just oh, different colors. Yes. But we were going to Austin. So we were like, oh, but we, you know, that's the dream of every author is to read at a bookstore, right? Like mm-hmm. that's, that's just like, yes, I've made it. I've arrived. Yeah. So um, our publicist who was awesome, who is awesome. Yeah, I should Kathy. say she's yeah. still there. Yep. Kathy at uh, Andrews McNeil, you know, it kind of warned us about mm-hmm. book events and mm-hmm. how they can be fickle things. And we were like, you know, in our minds, we're like, Okay, yeah, but, yeah, but, right? <laughs> well, we'll be different than those for other first-time authors. So she scheduled an event for us at Book People in Austin, which is an awesome bookstore. I mean, lovely and great, you know, great selection, you know, exactly what you'd want a, a local bookstore to be. And, um, but it was a Friday night. Friday night, yep. Yes. And we had left. I mean, and, and put this into context. I mean, so the Zuma was at the Hyatt, 
And there were women in droves milling around the lobby. I mean, our crowd was oh, there. Yeah. We oh, left yeah, them. We left them, basically. <laughs> Talk about marketing 101. Um, drove, you know, the half an hour because it was outside of uh, Yeah, Lost Hines. Hi, Lost Hines is outside of Austin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we got there. and um, After I got us lost. <laughs> you got us lost, yeah. Um, and nobody was there. No. And, and my and cousin. You say, and, you, and you mean literally no one was seated for the reading. And oh, yeah. And they always set up like four rows of chairs, too. So it makes you feel like, you know, with like 10 across. So you're like, OK, not only is nobody here, but like n- nobody out of 40 is here. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And it was such a gorgeous March nice. evening in Austin. Yes. And it was a Friday. And that was what Kathy had told us. She said the weather can really affect things. And so we were like, oh my gosh, Kathy's right. Everybody must be like outside at happy hour. Oh, they were all like, you know, I think of Austin, like people sitting on their like, you know, front porch playing the guitar and drinking a Shinerbach, <laughs> right? Like that's, you know, that's what they were all doing. In a doing. folding lawn chair. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And um, so my cousin came with her, with his wife and they brought two friends and that was almost made it worse because then you're like, wow, I'm reading to a crowd of four. And a private it was audience. So awkward overall I mean it was just so awkward and um but the good news is I mean we got over that and and you know thank god for co-authors because if I would have done that but I mean we did a couple stints by ourselves Mm -hmm. and that's hard I mean there was definitely I you know went to Duluth I sat in a bookstore by myself I had Mm -hmm. one person come in Mm -hmm. I know that you had a couple of those situations as well and it's not fun I mean you know it's it's awkward it's embarrassing um but at least we had each other. Oh, right. right. Oh, and for a while it was just us. I mean, because your cousin didn't show up. I don't know whether, let's say the reading was supposed to start seven. I mean, he and his posse showed up, I don't know, seven fifteen, seven twenty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, um, but the good news is so, so that we got over that, we got over that hump and the next morning it was awesome at Zuma. Right. We were like, Oh, I, I I mean, talk about that a little bit. Oh, I just, well, first of all, so we posted a picture of that, on our website on, I guess it was maybe Monday's posting. And it was the the banner. It was a pillowcase. I call it a banner. It was a pillowcase painted by Phoebe. And it said, run like a mother. And, you know, it had like a, a mom runner, like a stick figure runner pushing a baby stroller on a road. And we had that taped up and we had our two shirts that yes. um, that we had to like sell on the slide because we didn't own the trademark to the phrase run like a mother. Um, but we didn't know that. It's not like we did that, uh, you know, we didn't do that clandestinely. Like we legitimately didn't know that. Yeah, the, yeah. The and I think the statute of limitations, it's run out, right? It's been seven years. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, so there we are with it because you had very wisely said, you're like, Sarah, no one's going to come up to a table that just has two Amazons standing behind it and just a stack of yellow books. We need yeah. to sell some shirts. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a gray one and we had a teal one mm-hmm. yep. and or like a aqua one. And it was, it was, I mean, but they sold well. I mean, we had a little, we had a little package deal. I think it was, was it $25? I think it was probably 25 bucks for a shirt and a book or yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or 30. I can't remember, but something like that. And I mean, I remember we you know, someone came up to us, another vendor, I remember said, oh, you guys are going to do well. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, good. I hope so, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but it was definitely, I mean, like everything has been with, with um, another mother runner. It's been a little bit, you know, like, okay, let's, let's put our, you know, let's, let's throw it and see if it, see if it sticks. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, so you know, we're just kind of 
play in by our own rules a little bit. Right. And it was also, I mean, just such a great vibe. I love the Zuma races and, and yes. it was yes. so pretty. And also, but Dim, now I'm remembering, we, did you run it? Cause I ran that. I ran the half marathon. Yeah, no, I ran the 5K. Yeah. I remember running the 5K. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I remember, yeah, on the golf course, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, that was, it was, it was awesome. But, um, so, and then um, let's move on and talk about, um, because sparsely attended book events became a theme for our Run Like a Mother events, <laughs> um, but, but it, it didn't cool our enthusiasm. And I just remember one of the first signs of quote-unquote success that we had um, was when we didn't know it that morning, but um, Kathy Zelski, who's a wildly popular scrapbooking aficionado in the Twin Cities, she recommended our Facebook page. And do you remember, I mean, we went from something like, I don't know, 800 and something people liking our page to close to 2000 people liking our page was it i, I don't remember the and, jump and, but, it, but yeah. it, it, i mean it was so, it was like we're like oh what's happening what's happening like if we yeah get, and uh so somehow we've oh because then i guess a lot of people were saying oh kathy zelski sent me or kathy z sent me and we're yes, like that's right okay that's awesome i don't know who that is <laughs> <laughs> so we've we've since become friends with her and you know hung out with her in the Twin Cities and she she was the one remember it was the phone call with her that we came up with the term badass mother runner. That's right. That's right. Yep, yeah, because totally she always that. called us badass and then the, and we were tossing around ideas and weren't loving anything and then finally I'm like, well, how about badass mother runner? And we we're like, yeah, that kind of yeah, works. Yeah, that, that works. I like that. Um, well, and the um, and the funny thing is, I mean, and what what the other thing that she called us, which is um, she called us the Dear Abby of women's running, mm-hmm. and that's really I think why um, she was attracted to us because mm-hmm. you know at that point, I mean, Facebook pages, you know, seven years ago. And I've told the story a gazillion times, but I'm like, I didn't want a Facebook page, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I just go on Facebook to get jealous of other people's vacation pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, there's mm-hmm. no, it wasn't the vehicle that it is now mm-hmm. that has, you know, advertising and videos and blah, 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 you know? Yeah. And, um, and our publicist, again, kind of recommended for it. I was like, okay, okay. Um, but I'm like, but then what do you do? Just put pictures of yourself? Like, you know, like, <laughs> promotion. I mean, you're only going to go to book page once maybe or a couple times after you've read the book so so we turned it into asking questions and I'm, I'm sure other people were doing it at that point but it really felt like it was the it was a different way to create community because you know everybody loves to share their advice mm-hmm. um and and everybody benefits from getting other people's mm-hmm. advice and perspectives you know so that I think really um kind of set the tone for you know it was a little bit of like oh my gosh what are we going to do with this page oh <laughs> and a little bit like gosh, I want to hear what other people are up to and I want to encourage other people and, and get them moving. And because yeah. that's really the, the point of, you know, one like a mother, the tagline was, you know, how to get moving and not lose your family job or sanity, yeah. um, which is, is still challenging. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, well, speaking of sparsely attended book events, here's a voice memo from Phoebe, who is at one such event in an almost dungeon-like cellar of a bookstore in a converted house. Hello, Mother Runners. This is Phoebe in New Hampshire. My favorite Mother Runner memory comes way at the beginning of this whole shebang. July 2010. SBS came to Cape Cod for a book reading and a group run. And there were just a handful of us there, but we had a great time and a great run. But given that it was July, it was super hot and humid. And poor Sarah from Portland was not really up for that. And so afterwards, when we were all sweaty 
and gross, the bookstore owner was very kind and offered to let us swim in her pool. Our water-friendly Sarah, of course, took advantage of this. She jumped in, cooled off, and got out of the pool. Meanwhile, this very awkward preteen or teenage boy was standing there just watching her. Now, Sarah hadn't brought a towel or anything because she wasn't planning on swimming, so she just wanted to get off her wet running clothes and put on at least a dry shirt. And this boy just sat there and watched her and watched her. So finally, Sarah had to turn to him and say, Uh, I need to get naked. Can you turn around or something? And he did, and he walked away. It was a fabulous first meeting for me and Sarah. We laughed very hard about that, and we laugh about it still. I'm so happy that the mother runners are around. I am glad to know Dimity now, too, and all you other amazing ladies out there in our tribe. Here's to 14 more years, 21 more years, 28. I can't wait till we're all another great-grandmother runners. Thanks, guys. Happy anniversary. While we're still talking about Run Like a Mother, let's listen to this voice memo from Melinda Cool, who talks about how Relam and her running are intertwined. Hi, this is Melinda from Ferndale, Washington. I've been a fan of AMR since I first started running in 2010. I know I read Run Like a Mother soon after it came out, and my first race was the Bloomsday Run in May 2010, so they've pretty much gone hand in hand. I have had AMR as long as I've been running. I have lots of favorite moments with AMR. Uh, There's the podcasts, of course, and also the people I've met through the Train Like a Mother Club online. But probably my favorite anecdote came from a note in Tales from Another Mother Runner. There was another bammer that said her favorite run was at Zion National Park. She took the shuttle to the end of the road in Zion Canyon and ran back the seven miles to the campground. I decided that on our family vacation of 2015... I would take that suggestion and make it into a highlight of the trip for my husband and me. At about the fourth mile of our run back to the campground, we even saw a mountain lion cross the road in the dusk. It was at that point we promptly called the run short and got on the next shuttle back to the campground. Exciting times. It's not what's in the past, though, that'll be my true favorite, I'm sure. I really think it will be in the near future. In September, my BRF Jody and I will be going to the re- treat in Spokane, and I'm trying to figure out even more ways to meet more Bammers through race meetups next year and beyond. Really interested in a Ragnar, if anybody's interested in that. Or maybe it will be at some of those target races. I don't know. I look forward to meeting as many of the tribe as I can, and of course Sarah, Dimity, Amanda, MK, Molly, and so many others. You ladies, both the leaders and the tribe, I consider to be wonderful BRFs. I am so grateful for all of you. Okay, Dim, so let's move on to 2011. And um, so um, speaking of anniversaries, when I think of 2011, I think of our Relamiversary parties that we had in Portland and Denver. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we we did have a one-year anniversary. We hadn't celebrated it at all. We're like, you know... 
the couple that's like, oh, we'll go out. Oh, forget it. The kid has soccer. Yeah. Right? yeah. Not, you know. So we did because we celebrated a month late. We celebrate in April. Um, oh, did we? Yeah, but that was our first foray into having marketing partners. And we are still ardently drinking noon and sucking down goo. And we've brought on other people. But um, they were they were right there with us at our anniversary party in April 2011. So Yes, I remember uh, pictures of you mixing up the big. <laughs> I know the big, big bucket of it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That was and we awesome. got cupcakes. I remember we had awesome little mini cupcakes at mine. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. And you, you had a professional photographer at yours. So you had really great. Um, photos that one of those women jumping and one of them wearing a badass mother runner shirt is it that's from that yeah that's awesome that was fun yeah um we also went to rock and roll races that year Mm -hmm. um we went to nashville Mm -hmm. which was really fun and that that race still holds i did run that year that was the year that i um really learned that i had to slow my roll at the beginning of the of a race (laughs) i just remember Um, remember that so we walked over there from it was really nice it was close to our hotel and the corrals they had so many corrals i remember we had a ton of space in that starting corral but turned around and looked and there was just people as far as the eye could see and I, I think I turned to you and I was like so Tim you're good running this pace that we're gonna go and you're like yeah that's awesome um yeah I think so I yeah I don't I don't remember turning around and seeing that um, uh, it was just while we were waiting in the corral oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, I remember that was, a, I remember that was st- a rough race so I remember definitely uh slowing down quite oh it was so humid Oh my gosh, that was that was the first yeah. time I ate a salt packet during a race. Um, but it also was when I um, used advice from Run Like a Mother about how to gr- get a great race photo, and I took off my hat like half a mile from the finish line and kind of zhuzhed my hair. And, so. <laughs> That's also another term from like 2011, like zhuzh, but that was from uh, Queer Eye from the Straight Guy, remember uh, yeah, that? Yeah, oh god, I love that show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're bringing it back, actually. Oh really, oh my gosh. So, and that was also, uh, we traveled, we, st- we just started traveling a lot then. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, we were trying to, we were keeping it going, man. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. People are like, oh, it's, you know, writing the book is definitely hard, but keeping it alive is, mm-hmm. is, a, is a job as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, I gotta say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toot our own horn here for a sec, Tim, that, that a lot of books that came out seven years ago are out of print now. And oh. so, you know, and sometimes I wish, well, like, not, not that it was, <laughs> I, feel like we could, I wish we could update it. Like, cause there's that like training with a mouse, like when you went on the internet to get a training plan like it was like this revolutionary thing you know and uh, and things like that where I'm like I cringe a little bit when I read it I, I want it to be in print don't I, oh I my thought gosh. that was a misstatement but I want but I'd love to to take a little bit of a, a perspective on it but well yeah. you know maybe we can reissue it you know like Catherine <gasps> Switzer is reissuing Marathon we'll have her write the you know forward to it things like that you know sure sure yeah, <laughs> um totally. so but yeah so but another one of the trips we took was we um went to Utah we went and spoke at the Ogden Marathon and yes. and Bart Yasso was also another featured speaker, and I felt like we had really arrived on the scene. That, that remember we got our picture taken with Bart, and like I mean he spoke at a much more um, marquee time than we did, but it was like oh, well we're on the stage and he'll be on the stage in a while. No, I think actually he. So I, I'm not I am correcting you, but I think that he spoke the year before, or he oh. did maybe like the Friday night, and we did the Saturday. Oh. And remember, and he was announcing the race. Yeah, and remember we did like the same talk like 
I want to say it was four Oh, my times. gosh. Oh, my gosh. We were like, yes, yes, exactly. And it was he like- said, and he said that was a lot. He said he did the same thing last year, and he said three is enough. And we were like, yes, three is enough. It was so funny. It was like, it was like we were like the, um, you know, the traffic report or something, you know, on the 10, yes. on the one, on the, on the three. <laughs> the other runners again. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was fun. We ran that race together. That was fun. I feel like um, that that's that's the one where, where I started a little bit slower. I learned my lesson in Nashville. <laughs> And I started slower and I caught up to you. And I was like, okay, let's run together. And we had a little bit, we had a couple speed bumps along the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's still one of the finest things. I walk while I eat my goo. <laughs> I, well, I, didn't, I didn't know you did. I was like, why are you walking? I was like, come on, Sarah, come on, Sarah. And you're like, I walk when I eat my goo. I was like, okay, all right, didn't know. Didn't know. <laughs> so, yeah, so you and I had totally strategized because we were wearing really cute matching outfits. We had our, um, because. <laughs> you think they're really cute they, they put a couple people put up a picture and i'm like oh my gosh we wore matching outfits <laughs> come on but we wore our hot pink and other mother runner tank tops which i have to say we had specifically made to bring to utah because we were afraid that badass mother runner would not sell well in that state oh that's right and i yeah, specifically yeah. remember badass totally outsold another mother runner <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, so but we were wearing matching tank tops because we were having our photo taken by a woman photographer oh, that right, we ended world. Yes. Uh, yeah, the, or that we en- then ended up using on the back of um, Train Like a Mother. Those pictures. Yes, um, yes, yeah. I do so, that. Um, so anyway, so yeah, you and I had totally strategized how we were going to, you know, clasp hands and raise them up as we were running down, <laughs> and we were so tired. And it's that long straightaway toward the finish, and it was like all we could do to just keep moving, let alone oh, raise our. Oh, that was the finish line that like never was never. To be, like, yeah. moving. I was like, this is the longest effing, like, half a mile I've ever seen. Because it's just straight, right? Oh, just, just straight down, down to... S- yep. Light after light after light. Yeah. And you're just like, you're... I am never getting there. Never getting there. Like, and never mind that it's it's one of those races that is downhill. It's down a canyon. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you hit flat concrete mm-hmm. at, what, like, 9 or 10 or something. Mm-hmm. And so that alone just makes you just kind of want want you yeah. know yeah like so yeah that was a, that was but that was a fun race that was a good day yeah um, it was it was except i had excruciating plantar fasciitis at that point so i remember being in agony when we were in the like the finish area but um yes. so but you know nashville i was thinking when i was putting together these notes nashville and ogden are two of the few races that we've ever like been side by side in well, we did Disney, right? Oh, we yep. did the princess. Yeah, but so yeah, some of the few, but there aren't there aren't too many. No, there aren't too many. Yeah, I um, mean, given how how many how many races we've been at, and sure, yeah, sure, yeah. So just kind of yeah, that's not our thing. I mean, we either I'm injured or you're training hard or I'm on a triathlon or we're not in the same place. Or, yeah, yeah, we're doing different distances like we were at Zuma. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'd be different if we were closer together, I think. But um, mm-hmm. but it's hard to justify, you know, flying out to Portland just to run a race with you, <laughs> right. <laughs> with my family. Um. So and then in July of 2011 was when we launched this podcast. Woo woo. Wow. Uh, yeah, and, and um, so yeah, so the the first one we've talked about before was when Phoebe, who uh, hers was the first voice memo um, in this podcast, or second maybe, and um, so she interviewed us, and it was over GarageBand, and there, I think if you search hard enough, you can still find that. Like I don't know if it's on iTunes, but I've I have run across it occasionally in other places, and um, so yeah, no, it does. It's uh, oh, I shudder to think of listening to it. But then, um, but then we had our buddy Bart on on one of the 
earliest, like like before episode ten, we had him on, and okay. um, so that was just um, so awesome. And um, talk about the line that we co-opted from him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd always credit him. Never take a finish oh, yeah. line for granted. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and I, that's really true. I mean, he's str- he was an awesome runner, and then got Lyme's disease, and has never been the same since. He's still running a ton. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember I saw him when I did Pikes Peak ascent he was there doing it i was like oh my gosh like wow you know. oh i didn't know that yeah yeah mm-hmm. i mean he's still hitting it um mm-hmm. but yes he is and he was very complimentary to us and um he's just he's just a, a dear heart guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah so and the podcast it used to be bi-weekly until about 2013 and then um i don't remember exactly uh we were just like oh we really need to go to weekly and I remember at the time thinking like, oh, there's no way we can fill a show every week. There, we just can't do it. And now yes. when I think about trying to go just every other week, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, that would seem like, I mean, to only have 26 episodes a year would seem so few. So I'm so yes, glad we went yes. weekly. No, yeah. I remember someone warning us, like, if you're going to go weekly, you better make sure you got your content lined up. And we're like, oh, don't worry. I think we can do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, but all the people who wants to go daily, um, I'm... <laughs> It's not no. going to happen. No, you're going to get way down into like the minutiae of our lives. Right, right. And be like, right. That's just me <laughs> micing up and walking around and talking to myself around my house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> took out the compost yeah, and right. Um, right. took oh. my daughter's notebook to school that she forgot. Yeah, she forgot. Yeah. Right. Run like a mother. <laughs> oh my god. So, well, talking about the podcast, I want us to pause to hear from Joe in Australia who is an avid listener. I love she mentions two moments from shows that she couldn't unhear. Hi, everyone. My name is Joe. I live in Sydney, Australia. I'm actually a Kiwi from New Zealand. And I've been following this podcast of yours for about two years now. I've been uh, listening to the back catalogue as well. Uh, I just love, absolutely love this podcast for so many reasons uh you know so I just love to hear Sarah Dimity Adrian Amanda Allison Molly and coach Christine uh I feel like I know you ladies um even though we are you know, oceans apart, uh, and I feel like I know about your children, about your lives, about your running. Uh, wow, you you talk about so many different interesting uh, topics about, especially about the woman's body and how it functions, and um, they're the things that I'm really interested in. The um, you know talking about health and nutrition and. Yeah, so I I really um, and the humor. I mean, I just am not at any other time in my life laughing out loud as much as I am when I'm listening to this podcast. I'm usually in the car um, when I've got a drive on my own, or I'm on the trainer at home, on the bike at home. Uh, and two memorable moments. Uh, I can't quite remember the the context, but I just could not unhear this. Um, I think it was a mother runner saying that she had literally given birth to a tampon. That's just not something I can unhear. Um, and the other was the um, the guys who do the they they don't walk the dogs. They run the dogs, 
and he was talking about the um, he had the he'd collected the dog's bow motion, uh, and then unbeknownst to him, there was a hole in the bag, and he'd been running along, and all down him was dog poop. Anyway, I think I've hit my um, over my two and a half minute mark, uh, so I better say goodbye. Uh, love your podcast. Many happy miles. So um, 2012 brought Train Like a Mother. It was uh, one of those things where we realized what we didn't know when we wrote, wrote Run Like a Mother, which was that a lot of women that we were talking to were picking up racing um, for the first time, mm-hmm. it, you know, becoming either runners after they became mothers or, you know, or just picking up running later, you know, later in life, meaning mm-hmm. in their 30s, right? Not. And, um, and there was a lot of questions about pacing, about eating on the run, about um, motivation, about Mm-hmm. mental toughness that um we knew that there was another book and mm-hmm. uh so we dove in and did it um we had training we have training plans in that book uh everything from the 5k finish it to mm-hmm. the marathon own it mm-hmm. i feel like i'm standing behind my expo table oh i know exactly <laughs> right and in reflection every week and every workout of every every workout in every week of every workout, there is a coffee cup. That means that you can bail on the workout and a water bottle, which means you must do it. So you're trying to kind of have it be a little funny, but also a nod to the busy lives that we all have. And knowing that sometimes, you know, being type A runners, we always want 100% and realizing sometimes that, you know, 80% is going to suffice some weeks um, yeah. yep. to accommodate Life. our lives, right? Yeah, yeah. life's going to get in the way. Oh my gosh, saying it. We, you and I haven't been in an exo together in a while in here. I can totally see us leaning over and opening the book and being like, yes. you see, each <laughs> week there's a workout that's marked with... And- you know, and how we debated. Do you remember that? Like, oh, what should what should connote the, you know, you can blow off this workout? And finally we're yes. like, well, how about a coffee cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then like, and we can sign it for you. <laughs> and then they look at us like, well, why would I want you to sign it? <laughs> like, and then we're the, and then we're like, and, the, and we're the authors. And then you turn it over and point out the picture. I'm Timothy, this is Sarah. Right. <laughs> oh, yes, it all goes back. I had an event last night that, as I alluded to, that I um, went to and and I had a very, very small table at the event and I wasn't really there to sell stuff. But um, and it just re- but having a sparsely covered table just so took me back to those early days. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. The, the night before the, the podcast talking about the early days. Yes. Oh, and you right back there. Yeah. Yeah. So and it was also 2012 was when we started our house parties. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what we did with those, because we had such rousing success at bookstores, <laughs> um, we decided that instead, people may not come downtown to the Tattered Cover on a Wednesday night um, in Denver because, you know, soccer and life and dinner and homework and all that stuff. Um, but they would come over to their neighbor's house for a glass of wine and um, some good food and a swag bag and a chance to hang out with their friends um, and, and hang out with us. Yeah. <laughs> we were probably fourth on the list after the cupcakes, <laughs> wine, and swag bag. Yeah, but, um, but uh But then those turned out to be really fun and really um, made us realize that that really is, is, is our sweet spot in the community is, mm-hmm. um, is having – what we call house parties, right? Just because um, it really, I mean, it's like, it was like the mother runner version of an Avon party, right? Yep, or an Avon, yep. is that what they called them? Um, Tupperware like party? A, they Tupperware, call them Tupperware parties. Yeah, Tupperware parties. Avon's yeah, Hall 
and Tupperware parts. Right. And so, and just also, we realized the power of, you know, our, our, so much of our community is online and then to bring it together in person to make it literally come to life with women across the country in these different neighborhoods or cities. We discovered that second, you know, kind of second tier cities are our best because then like there's not, there's not a ton of other options. And, you know, I just remember so many cities that we would go to and people would thank us. I remember being in St. Louis. This was when we were doing part, when we transitioned to doing them at stores, but they, they just kept thanking us. And finally I said, why do you keep thanking us so much for coming to St. Louis? And they were like, oh, no one comes to St. Louis. They come to Chicago and they'll go to, you know, Detroit or naming off all these other big cities, but no one comes to St. Louis. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I think it seems really nice here. Yeah. Well, and it's I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call them second rate cities, but no, second, second tier, tier, like, you know, so second not, tier. not Chicago, New York, LA, yeah. like not well, massive yeah, cities. Because honestly, like, you know, I don't know many mother runners that live in downtown San Francisco, right? I mean, I'm sure that there are some, there are probably some that are listening right now, but then you're in San Francisco and parking is an issue. And, you know, are you getting, you know, it's just, it's, everything is busier in the big cities mm-hmm. where the places, you know, the, the, the suburbs and the smaller cities um, is kind of where our, our tribe is, which mm-hmm. is, makes mm-hmm. things great. Yeah. Um, we had some great uh, cakes and oh M&Ms and things. Oh my gosh. That was, oh my gosh. At that one at Allison Overholt's house in New Jersey. And Allison is now the editor in chief of ESPN magazine. So it was know, like a right? celebrity hosting for us. <laughs> um, so, oh my gosh. That when Deb baked that cake with all the yeah. fondant on it and our, you know, the shoes cut out. And um, there's actually, we're using a picture of that to illustrate this podcast so you can take a look at it. But then she also, um, right, her husband works for Mars, I think it is. And so yes. she had the M&Ms with our little faces on them. Yes. And, <laughs> and that was, I mean, shoes. stuff like that. And that's how, I mean, that's the one that jumps out. But people have been so gracious towards oh, yeah. us and brought us you know, little, all these little treats and, and lovely things along the way, you know, yeah. often personalized, you know, with little notebooks and things. And, um, oh, it's just, I mean, it's just oh, I'm, I'm staring really at one fun. of them right now. Someone who, um, made us the, the frames, you know, um, uh, it was Karen's next door neighbor, wasn't it? Who, who painted those frames for us. And, oh yes. Yeah. The, the picture frames. Yeah. 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 yeah that was amazing. That so was the retreat though, in little rock. Yeah. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So, um, so, but, and so New Jersey stands out for you and I, a party in tri-state area in New Canaan, Connecticut really stands out for me because my mom ended up being able to, to go to it. And remember it was raining so hard that night. Oh, <laughs> it was just oh my gosh, sheets of rain baby. coming down. Yeah. And, um, so, and the host was a college friend of mine, a woman I'd rode with when I spent a semester at Mills College in Oakland, California. And so she lived in a lovely, what my younger daughter would call a mansion. And um, and so it had that long driveway and the foyer was so big that everyone at the party was able to fit into the foyer while we stood on the stairs, the kind of grand staircase coming down. And we were able to stand up there and talk. And yes. Yeah, oh, so, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, uh, well I'm going to finish your story because my Oh, I was just going to say, I just, it meant a lot to me to have my mom there. Of course. Um, because oh, I um, just, I really feel my parents kind of don't, you know, they're 90 and they don't understand kind of how a business is based on the internet, like how, you know, how sure, all that sure. works. And so, so, so to see it in person um, really put it in perspective, I think, for her and really was like, I think she was like, oh, look, wow, you know, people seem pleased to be here. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My memory of that, I mean, I remember the party, but then I remember getting there and I parked my car at Denver International Airport at the little offsite where I always park. And I realized I didn't have my wallet. Oh. Which I needed to remember that. Oh. Um, and so I had to, and this was like, you know, 6.45 in the morning, 6, I can't even remember. I had to call Grant. You know, he had to get the kid. They were so young then, and they had to come and bring that to me. I called you, and you're like, well, if you don't make the flight, don't come, because it's such a far way to, you know, to go. Uh-huh. Um, and I wouldn't make it to the party. And yeah. uh, and so then I I got I got my wallet. I got there. I think I, you know, upgraded myself to, like, the most expensive parking next to the airport <laughs> so I could get to the flight on time. I go check in. Um, I'm so frantic that I left and usually I checked stuff because we were carrying, you know, again, the sexy life, like loading up, you know, bags with banners, t-shirts and banners. And, you know, and where are you going? Like to Siberia? Oh no, I'm just going to Connecticut for two days. And I've got, you know, two bags that are 49.5 pounds. (laughs) Anyway, I only had a carry on for whatever reason. And I left my carry on at the Southwest corner at the Southwest desk. Because I, whatever, I thought I checked it. So then I get all the way up to the front of security. I'm like, oh, my effing God, my bag. They're going to have like, you know, long story short, I made the flight. But it was like one of those ones where every time I drive there, I'm always like, remember that time I forgot my wallet? You know, like (laughs) the comedy of errors. Oh, my gosh. And then then I think you took a town car out. Yes, I did. I changed changed in that. I had (laughs) jeans on for the flight and I was like, you know, shimming into my skirt. Yes, it was, it was, uh, but it all worked out. It all worked out. Oh my gosh. Because you know where we were going after that? We were going to the Moore Women's Half Marathon in New York City. Oh, New York City. And my gosh, and remember, talk about feeling like success was coming to us. I mean, we were selling the merch so well that I remember I had to have Jack FedEx it for Saturday oh. delivery. And that was huge. I mean, I'm so thrifty. And so to yes. like do the like little instant cost analysis to be like, no, 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 honey, put together a box. It's this big. And, you know, we will still be able to make money. Yeah, $150 to send it overnight. But then it didn't arrive. Oh, that didn't arrive. Walk back and forth between oh the... Gosh, oh. yeah. I'm always like the one that's like doing like the... Oh, yeah, you wait in the hotel for this box. Oh, it's not going to be here for three hours. Let me walk back and forth a couple times. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, and then you flew out. And then Ileana, um, who lives in Norwalk, Connecticut, she took the train in to help me. And she's so gregarious and day. wonderful. Yeah. And so then um, then we took the train out. And it was so much fun. And then her, uh, her husband and her kids came and picked us up. So we were all crammed into the car and they dropped me off in my parents' house. <laughs> Again, yeah, this glamorous life. Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so I got to say that one of my favorite podcast memories happened in April 2012. Um, and we had a show planned. I don't remember at all what it was supposed to be about. But instead, it became like a surprise party for me that you threw. And it was the <laughs> entire show was you asking me all sorts of questions about the Boston Marathon, which was, you know, a couple days away. It's the first time I was running Boston. And it was such a true gift to be able to focus on the race and literally put my thoughts into words. So I am just eternally grateful to you for, oh. for doing that. So thank you. Oh, it was really fun. I liked, I mean, I, I, I love it. That meant so much to you. I mean, I, you know, being a little bit of a reporter at heart, I'm probably not a, you know, I'm not an investigative journalism, but I love, love hearing about things like that. So, so that was really fun because I think you were the first person I knew that was really 
I mean, I knew people that were running Boston, but you were the first person that I could like really drill down and be like, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> so this Boston thing, let's talk about it. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, um, so now is a good time to play this voice memo from Michelle. And I just adore how AMR is interwoven into her race experiences. Plus, speaking of the Boston Marathon, she's the first of three gals to reference the Bethany Takes Boston podcast episode, especially with one graphic anecdote in it. Hey, y'all, this is Michelle in Wilmigo, Kansas. I just wanted to say thank you so much for everything that you do, Dimity and SBS. Um, y'all were at my very first half marathon, which was the St. Louis Rock and Roll Marathon uh, half marathon and marathon back in 2013. I got to meet y'all. I was really nervous. It took a lot of courage to come up and say hi and take a picture with y'all, but you really mean so much to me as a mother runner. I found you right after I had my first kiddo and I was really struggling to get back to running. I'd had a C-section and just hearing, uh, you share your stories of running after kids and with kids and, um, also having other mother runners chime in. It was just invaluable to me to know that I'm not alone. Um, that running is tough after having kids and that it will come back. Um, And then coincidentally, y'all are at my very first marathon that I did, the Chicago Marathon in 2015. So getting to hang out at the booth and say hi and talk was just really awesome to calm my nerves and and get me ready to run my very first marathon. I just want to say thank you. Um, Probably my favorite podcast was the Bethany uh, podcast from uh, Boston. I've got that one on uh, re- where I can listen to it again and again, um, downloaded it and just love it. Anytime I'm in a tough spot during a long run or a race, I just cue it up and listen to it. It makes me laugh and smile and cry sometimes. But just thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I love being part of this tribe, and I just want to uh, say many happy miles, many happy podcasts and blog posts to come. Thank you for everything that you do. Oh my gosh, I burst the tampon. I love that. I love that. I will always, I, you know, that's another one where, you know, anytime it's that time of the month that, you know, I drive to the airport, I think about the lost wallet. I am, you know, keeping up my sanitary habits. I can often think of birthing a tampon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I mean, out of, out of the, I mean, we got a dozen voice memos and, you know, a quarter of them reference that. I mean, <laughs> we should make oh. like a meme, a, a gif or something out of it. Like the, I birthed I birthed I birthed oh. oh, but I don't know if we want the visual on that one. That might be a little much. Well, that she could just be sticking her head out of a porta potty or something. Oh, okay, okay. If someone's creative and listening and can do that. <laughs> yeah, just out of the port potty. Yeah, we don't, we don't need any more graphic than that. That'll put us into like another mother runner dot porn. Um, so, uh, so 2013, moving right along at a, at a steady clip. Um, we headed out of the house parties, which were really fun, but we realized that um, running stores were also a great venue to have um, mother runner parties. And at that point we were, so we, so train like a mother had come out. So we didn't really, we were just selling those, not just, we were selling those two books or talking mm-hmm. about those two books mm-hmm. and, um, and still just gathering community. I mean, that's, I mean, it's funny because we would go on these tours where we would do like maybe two or three or four in a row, mm-hmm. um, in different, you know, in fairly close locations. And, um, and people are like, how do you do this? And I'm like, it is, I mean, yes, it's kind of hard to travel, but we don't have any kids with us. Yep. You know, we get to eat where we want. Um, I mean, the hardest part for me is always coming down after the party, right? Because we usually had them from about 
seven to nine, nine and then, in that time frame or six thirty to eight thirty nine. And um and then we would have to clean up, you know, help the store clean up and pack up and all that. So we didn't get out of there till ten or ten thirty. And then you're just you're just buzzing, right? Yeah, you're you're buzzing and you're hungry. And just, yeah, I you're mean, hungry that too. Think about so many times because we'd have to get to the party to set up, so it'd be before dinner time, and then the party yes. would be dinner time. And the and I mean, it's like a wedding, you know. The, yes, there's some food there, but we didn't really get to ever eat too much. I mean, eventually we learned that we just had to kind of excuse ourselves and go chow down on some, you know, cheese and crackers and some crudite for a couple minutes to keep sure, it going. Sure. But uh, but yeah, just think about all the times that then we're like, okay. What's open? What's open? Oh, no. oh, oh my God. Seven Elevens were like yeah. walking around. We're like, um, okay, Cliff Bar and well, hard boiled egg. Okay, hard boiled egg. We both say it at the same time. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I completely remember. I know exactly which one we're talking about. And it was the hard boiled egg. You know, it's like, okay, maybe, maybe some chocolate milk. That's a good option, right? Yeah, right. Some protein, some fats. Yeah. 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 That was funny. Um, yeah. But they was, those were all, I mean, they were so fun. And part of me wants to keep doing them. Um, you know, maybe we will at some point um, just because it was just it's just such a great vibe. Um, and I oh mean, gosh, everybody yeah. leaves, including us, like leaves just fired up and kind of, you know, and connected. Right. Oh, and yeah. that's that's really what AMR is about is the connection. Right. And oh, so whether you're taking on a race or you are, you know, you've got a race in a week or you're coming. I mean, we had so many little babies. Oh, so many babies. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. And we always were like, can we hold it? I know. Can I trade you a book for a baby? I birthed the book, so you birthed the baby. Um, oh my uh, and um, so, you know, or coming back from pregnancy or maybe starting to run or just having lost their mojo. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you, you know, we definitely picked the stuff that made people laugh. You know, mm-hmm. we weren't there to talk about their form or things like that. We were there to, to, to get them to laugh and feel happy and strong and confident and, um, Gosh, it was just, it's just really fun. It is really fun. It is really fun. And uh, I, so I just think back on a lot of the parties. And I think, was thinking about the Cleveland party. And it was kind of a small store because we always got more people than we thought we'd get. And it was warm. It was um, probably May oh. or June. And you and I, there's pictures. And we just have huge circles of perspiration under our pits. Like, because we're, we're talking with our hands and we're standing up yeah. above the crowd. Yes. Is that the time I think I wore my lemon yellow shirt? Uh, yes, I, I think, think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. So, that, so it showed up really well. It wasn't black. We didn't pick black. Black, though I picked a nice, nice colors. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh! And you and I would always, you know, then we'd like sometimes go shopping when we'd be in these different towns because we always felt we had to have something different and cute to wear at these different house parties. And so I still, I wore, um, went to a, a somebody's birthday party um, a week or two ago on a Saturday night, and I felt I needed to kind of step it up a little bit. And I was like, oh. I have that anthropology shirt that I wore to the new Canaan party, actually, now that I think about it. And I was like, oh, it's perfect. I'll wear that. It's kind of festive. Uh, so awesome. so I have so many things that I can be like, oh, yeah, I wore that at the Orlando party or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's because it's pretty much the only time I ever splurged on things. That- I know. I was like, that's all the nice clothes in my closet, basically. <laughs> right. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah. So, uh, so speaking of Orlando, um, I think 2013 was right around when we started doing Run Disney. Disney races. Um, we did. Yeah, and, that's uh, what they had. Yeah, we did. We yeah. went to 
first one was in was Labor Day in in um, Disneyland, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was the Disneyland half. That was a great race, and we were um, that picture. Actually, I think might oh, we showed that recently. It's us being dressed as um, fairy run mothers. Is that what we were, Dimity? <laughs> No, I think that's when we were in Orlando. We that's when we when that's when Kelly from Sparkle Athletic helped us make our outfits. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the Do you remember that? She made like our hats, hats. for us. Oh yeah. We had the skirts and stuff. Yeah, that was Orlando. I well, I don't I can't remember. No, I don't know. Yeah. I, all I remember is my favorite one of my favorite ever running pictures of myself and I wasn't running, but um you know, I had no idea what the Disney races were like. And so I um Oh, we've told the story before about, you know, I was running with the 2.30 pace group and you're running with the 2.15 pace group because we we're just like, oh, it's going to be a party. We're at Disney and it didn't quite work out like that. And um, and so I ended up just kind of running by myself for a while. And I, you know, the, the way that the pictures work are that, um, you know, the popular characters, the bells and the um, bell is going to be so popular this year, right? After Beauty and the oh, Beast. Oh, boy. Oh, um, yeah. Elsa and, you know, all the, yeah, you know, is but then, uh-huh. yeah, um, but then like, the toy soldiers from Toy Story. No oh, yeah. oh, that's, so oh, that's like, such an awesome picture of you. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I'm saluting with him. And I just, I love that picture. I mean, I like stopped and took a picture with like the mini goat on like the back side of the alley, you know, the back side of it. Like I was just like, oh, no line. Okay, I'll take a picture. <laughs> you know? oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the, one of the main things I loved about the Run Disney races was it was such a great way for us to meet women from so many different places at one event. Yes, you know, yes. you know, if you go to a race in New York State, you meet mostly, you know, people from New York State, maybe Vermont and Connecticut and New Jersey a little bit. But it was like, I mean, we met international people yes. and just from all over the country. And we still meet people who are like, oh, I met you at the 2014 Princess or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It was just such a amazing still way to... events with a capital E. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they are definitely, that's very fun. And I, I you know... I really applaud them for doing it right as far as keeping, um, you know, every runner engaged and interested and celebrated. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, well, there's a lot of reasons why people co- keep coming back, but that's a huge one. And um, I mean, I'll never forget that morning at Princess. I mean, I've said it before, but it was like the, you know, the, what are those lights called? Klieg lights. Yeah. And like, you know, I was just looking around and all these, I mean, I've never seen so many women in my life uh-huh. in one place so early and know. You know, it was so humid. So it was like uh. foggy and <laughs> was. I was just like, it was like a revolution. I was like, oh my God, what's, it's a revolution with sparkles. <laughs> Tiananmen Square with sparkles. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then we also did Ragnar that year. That was the first year we fielded a team. We fielded two teams yes. so far. And we may, you know, revive that as well. We've got a lot of, lot of things on our, um, on our easel right now. Irons in the fire. Irons in the fire. So, um, so hopefully. Um, but we did one uh, in 2013. We ran from Cumberland, Maryland to D.C. We kind of did Team Dimity versus Team Sarah kind of funny mm-hmm. um and it was during the government shutdown the government shutdown oh. <laughs> the national parks they, they changed a couple routes on didn't they change they a couple did they did and so yeah. that particularly on the last ones as you got closer to dc so more around parkland so that a lot of times they would have you know an entire leg closed so if they would you know tell runner five and six like okay well you guys run you know leg six oh. is leg together you know, yes runner six is leg now. together yeah. so that, that ended up being fun and it also ended up saving a lot of time um yes. Because it ended up being nice, pretty long. It was so hot and it humid. It was so hot and humid. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> like just, just melting. It was insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, but gosh, that was such a fun race. 
Oh my gosh, the huge hills out, and we didn't realize what oh. Western Maryland oh, was Western like. Maryland. Remember, and I remember I ran that one. I got a belt buckle, right? Because it was oh, like yeah. six miles, the hardest leg right. of the um, of the whole, you know, thirty-six leg thing. 30, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and no. um, and I remember it, it was it was hot, it was gravel. Mm-hmm. So so then it's and and, it, and there was shade. I mean, it was kind of in through a forest, but. You know, it's gravel and all these vans are going by. And it's still, it was the first leg of the race. Everyone's still really excited, you know, and they're like, you know, honk at their horn and go run. I'm just like, oh, just get behind me. I don't want any more dust. And I mean, people, you know, put, put uh, handkerchiefs over their face. Yeah. And, oh, wow. But you love I, a good- I still have the buckle. I still have the buckle in my special, you know, tchotchke drawer. I'm like, I'll never put it on anything, but I have a hard time giving it away. We'll bury it with you, Demony. Yeah, thanks. In your tomb. We'll put it in your tomb Uh, um, so all right so wrong year but here's aaron talking about being a part of the ragnar relay team we did in 2014 hi my name is aaron and i'm calling from the southern part of illinois i want to start by saying congratulations to dimity and sarah and their entire another mother runner team for creating this wonderful place for mother runners to come to encourage and inspire each other my favorite amr memory has got to be being a part of the Napa Valley Ragnar Relay Team, um, going out to San Francisco and Napa Valley and running the Ragnar with Dimity and Sarah and all the other ladies was just such a great time. And it really created wonderful, wonderful lifetime friends for me. So I'm so blessed to be able to be a part of that. Thank you. And congratulations again, Sarah and Dimity. All right. Speaking of 2014, it was a big year for both of us athletically. Um, Ironman for you and second Boston qualifying marathon for me. So to take us right there, here's a voice memo from Jill in which she talks about watching live stream of you finishing Ironman Coeur d'Alene. Hey, Bammers, it's Jill here in Harrison Township, Michigan, and I just wanted to share a couple of my favorite AMR moments. My first one would definitely have to be watching Dimity via live stream just completely crush and annihilate um, that Ironman triathlon. Dimity is a beast. I just love her. Um, She made me proud as a mom. She made me proud as a woman. She made me proud of this great community that we have of women that are always supporting each other, even though we're hundreds of thousands of miles away and we don't actually physically know each other. But just in that moment, I was so excited for her. And uh, that just makes me want to go out and be that kind of person too. Um, The second one is when you guys had picked my picture for the AMR thankful moment. Um, You know, I just put it out there to be me. And show everybody that, you know, you don't have to be perfect. I'm far from it. Um, But you guys obviously saw something there. And I am extremely grateful for that. And I'm proud of who I am. And I'm proud that I'm a part of this great, great group of women. Um, And the third one would have to be when I uh, did the half marathon following a Train Like a Mother plan. And I PR'd by nine minutes on a half marathon. That's a huge thing in my world. And um, if I hadn't followed your plan, I don't think it would have ever happened. So um, keep up the great work. You women are awesome. You make me want to be a better runner, a better mom, a better person in general, just because I know the support from the tribe is there every single day. Have a great day. 
All right, Dim. So take us back to Iron Man. What what stands out most in your mind? Oh my gosh, that it was seems forever ago. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, so I'm thinking. Uh, gosh, let me think about what stands out most in my mind. I mean, I think about it a lot still. I won't lie. Oh, good. I think about good. It I'm glad lot. to hear that. Um, mostly, I think about the swim. I've been swimming a lot lately, mm-hmm. um, and so I get back in the pool and I, I think about um, all the swims I did mm-hmm. in swimming in Lake Coeur d'Alene. Um, and I just remember just the day, like I, I you know, what, I think uh, Bree, who who coached me then, you know, said it's it's like a wedding day. You know, this is the second time the wedding day has been brought up. Let's bring it up a third time and make it a trend, Sarah. <laughs> um, but it's like you know, you wait for it, you wait for it, and then it goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's just like zip. Um, so I feel like, you know, it, it, it kind of zipped by. The run didn't zip by. But um, I mean, every time I see, you know, someone finishing, I know Janelle, who's on one of our uh, one of our Ragnar teams, mm-hmm. she's doing Ironman Texas next month. And oh, I've awesome. you know, been kind of watching her journey on Facebook. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really exciting. I, I don't know that I have another one in me, but um, but I definitely am very, very glad I did one. Mm-hmm. Dimity, you are an Iron Man. Well, that's the thing, and so I, I, um, I've seen Mike Riley a couple times now. Um, he's the he's the announcer, uh-huh. um, and I was at the Running USA conference last in in Orlando. Speaking of Orlando, uh-huh. um, second time for Orlando. Maybe bring it up one more time. <laughs> a wedding in Orlando. That's what we'll do. Um, but anyway, I was at the Running USA conference in February, and he was being awarded with a Lifetime Achievement Award or whatever their equivalent of that is. Mm-hmm. And um, just hearing him talk, you know, it just he just has the Iron Man voice, you know. Yeah. So um, that, you know, it gave me some chills for sure. Oh, nice. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, just how many to, for people to be able to watch it. Oh, and... it was. I mean, and I, yes, I should say, I mean, that was very, I mean, yes, it was very self-centered because I was out there doing it all, but did I feel everybody? Oh my God. Yes. And mm-hmm. people were there cheering for me that I, you know, that I hadn't met yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it, that part was, I mean, I felt like I carried you all in my, on my back in mm-hmm. a good way. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it was very, very fulfilling in that way. Um, and, um, I mean, I remember writing, uh, shark, I call it like the equivalent of shark reef, right. And I did like mind, body, spirit, um, uh-huh. going into Iron Man and what, what each of those, how each of those were doing basically, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, as I took on the biggest uh, thing of my life and, um, athletic event of my life. And, uh, and I just remember the comments and the love and the support it was really fun. So yeah. thank yeah. you again for that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, and, um, Dim, 2014 was also the first year that of training challenges that ultimately morphed into the train like a mother club. Wow, that was a big, it was a big year. It um, was a big year. And we were yeah. right. And, and you largely were, uh, compiling tales from another mother runner at the time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I was doing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you don't do anything now. I mean, no, come on. I well, yeah. I mean, that, the train, like, I mean, so the first challenges came up. Because we were partnered with Strava, and right, and they had the Prove It campaign. Oh yeah. So we wanted to. I wanted to like riff on that a little bit, and I and again like having you know this community that we're so dialed into, and everybody is so honest and open with their questions and their needs and and their you know concerns and whatever. Like we kind of realized that the training can be the hard part, 
You know, everyone wants to race and have kind of the race day glory, but you know, when you have so much going on in your life, it's really easy to take that coffee cup run, that optional run, <laughs> yeah. four days a week, right? right Instead right. of you know, <laughs> so um, so just you know, and then also going back, I mean, you know, some of my best memories, as I'm sure for you, are team sports. You know, that's I just you know the rowing team, my tennis team. You know, even if I wasn't necessarily good at it, I just loved. The connection and the support and the common goal yeah. and i think you know and you just you lose that so quickly when you stop playing sports right and so this was like the best that we could you know this is the best facsimile that we could kind of cobble together and, and it was very um rudimentary it still is you know pretty basic but but oh, you don't know, don't that, undersell yourself or the okay, well I mean, i'm not but i mean as far as technology has made it a lot yeah, yeah. more um, interactive which is great mm-hmm. um no. So it was, it's, you know, we started with, um, but I mean, we started with the half marathon, I think. And, mm-hmm. um, we 13 point fun was a, was oh, yeah. a fun one. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we going to call this? It's oh, I know. oh my gosh. There was always that. And then the second we named one, it was like, now we're gonna have to name another one in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> we can never just relax and chill and be like, well, we came up with 13 point fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's been really fun. I mean, you know, like, and so now it's grown and it's grown, you know, again, like everything else, um, is just kind of we're just going for it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, someone was like, I really admire you're just like getting it done this. And I'm like, dude, you got to jump in. Like, you know, <laughs> they, you can plan forever or you can talk forever, but like at some point I, I need action. Right. And maybe yeah. sometimes to a fault, but, um, but I love it. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to 2015. And the debut um, of our third book, the trilogy. I feel like the tr- I've been talking this whole time, Sarah. The, tr- the trilogy is complete with Tales from Another Mother Runner. And I remember uh, I had my reading at Powell's, um, the big bookstore here in Portland. And um, I said, mentioned, made, because you had made a, a bunch of trilogy jokes when you and I had been together and you weren't at the event. But I, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to use Timothy's joke. And I said, trilogy. And little John pipes up. He goes, like the Hunger Games. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing i was always like and we only have nine more million to sell before we you know are the 50 shades of black and great yeah. gray god i tell you how much i know about that book and uh, and the hunger games right yeah, like, yeah. Oh my 50 gosh. shades of gray was everywhere that i feel like that was everywhere in 2014 and it was so funny because like you know we were flying a lot and i would you know, kind of look over and people, you know, at, people, at women's Kindles and they'd be reading it, you know, you could just tell, them, you know, but they were not, they de- or they were kind of, cu- you know, keeping the cover on their lap or whatever. Like, oh oh, I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have to interject that um, uh, Jack, who loved my husband, who loves Facebook, he, um, this morning I walked through um, where he was working and then he goes, oh, look, look what was five years ago today. And it was, um, you know, how they do those memory things. And it yeah. was uh, the, my, uh, reading my train like a mother reading at Powell's was five yeah. years ago today as I'm recording this. Yeah, so that's why we're AMR. We're, all of our books were released in March. We don't. Oh, I, know. I mean, I, know. I don't remember the exact dates, but we're like, ah, March is close enough. I just remember that for that one, I got bumped. They originally had uh, planned for a different date, but they bumped because they wanted Cheryl Strayed to read Wild. Oh yeah. And I just remember thinking, really. You're gonna bump me for some book about like this woman walking on a trail? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that comment's come back to bite me in the ass a couple times. 
times. <laughs> I know. Cheryl was very kind to give us a quote for our first for Tales from Another Mother. She was. She was. was a big day. When oh, like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 So. Um, oh yeah. No. 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 She's a wonderful person. But I just remember being my nose was out of joint, being like bumped. So, but yeah. it worked. It, it worked out in the end because then five years later, here I am talking about it on the podcast. Um, totally. But yeah. Yeah. So. Um. So, but the Tales from Another Mother Runner it was different from our other two books. Yeah, we had, um, so instead, of, at that point, I really, we really felt like our community was very strong and there were so many um, voices and mm-hmm. so many different experiences that we really wanted to celebrate those. Um, and so we brought in um, a bunch of, uh, you know, because we are both writers, you know, we have a bunch of writing friends yep. and who are also mother runners and um, tied them, you know, so they all told stories, they all told their own story, but it was all, you know, like whether it was divorce, affair, um, you know, uh, what family, else? Family illness. Family illness. Getting uh, old, qualifying for Boston, best running friends, infertility. Oh, um, yeah. Look at you. Um, <laughs> uh, and But they're all like tied up with um, with running, you know, it was yeah. all laced up through the bow of running. And um, so, you know, it was really fun for me to work on that book because, you um, it was just really fulfilling, you know, both, you know, the, the fun parts of, of writing the books. I mean, there are a lot of fun parts, but one of them is um, reading all the surveys. We did surveys for every book. Oh, yeah. Oh, I you always, love that. Like, I would always, you know, whenever I was having a rough afternoon, I would like, oh, I'm just going to sit down and comb through a couple more surveys. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, and I had helpers doing that as well. I did not do those all by myself. I should definitely um, give, give kudos to um, Katie and Bethany and... Um, can't remember who helped me right now but a bunch of you guys helped me uh, but yeah it was it was it was very fun yeah good good so so and I want to give you kudos for your candor in that book Tim that um you know you you talked about the dark turn your depression had taken and um you know I, I don't want to dwell on that here but you know I th- I think that's part of the success of AMR that you have always been driving us toward which is to be honest and real and to admit that there's hard times, whether it's getting out of bed in the morning or, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, problems in a marriage or, or whatever, you know, your kids, yeah. you know, g- getting diagnosed with something. I mean, there's there's tough times all along the way and just really being honest and real about running, motherhood and life in general. And so this voice memo from Kim deals with that facet. Hi, this is Kim from New Jersey. I wanted to share my most meaningful memory of AMR, um, without a doubt, it is Dimity's um, blog post um, within the last few years about her struggle and recovery um, and her experience with postpartum depression. Um, As a mom who went through that with her second child, it really resonated with me and seemed to feel like she was speaking to me. Um, I was already a fan. I was already involved. I was already doing challenges and, you know, following you guys and listening to your podcast. But that blog post really hit home in a really good way um, because it just sounded like me and my experiences. So I wanted to say thank you for, you know, talking about the good, but also the bad um, and the ugly of motherhood. And supporting us mother runners when we most need our support um, and encouraging us for to get out there and take care of ourselves um, and all of that. So thank you and happy anniversary. Shortly after the launch of Tales from Another Mother Runner, we held our first ever run plus refresh retreat, which was in lovely Little Rock, Arkansas. 
And um, I do want to take a quick detour at this moment to say that um, (laughs) when I think of Little Rock, I think of all the amazing places that we got to visit because of of another mother runner and that um, sometimes I wish we were based in Europe because then I'd be getting to go to, you know, Amsterdam and Paris and... (laughs) You know, Stockholm, but you know, never say never, but there's talk of an Australian retreat, you know, that's kind of floating. That's on the easel. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's been really fun. I mean, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, it it gets, I know you, you tend to um, be able to appreciate it more. Sometimes it gets a little lost on me just because I'm like strip mall after strip mall after strip mall. I notice the architecture. Mm -hmm. You do artist. Yes. You love the bricks. You love the. The bir- the birds of prey. Had in um, Chicago about the flowers. Oh yeah, they um, they really like their. Was it impatience, or was nah, it uh, daffodil? I don't remember. No, no, but... some. That's so funny. Yeah. The... <laughs> like, yeah, they do, Sarah. These Chicagoans really love their XX brand of flower style of flower. Right. Uh, so funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's been really fun. I mean, I do remember a little. People are like, why are you going to Little Rock? And I'm like, well, because it's in the center of the country, and you know, it, it would work out well for us. But um, uh. I mean, it was fun. It was definitely uh, an interesting. Um, area of the country to visit for sure oh my gosh I just because I I was just like oh we're going Little Rock and I got there I mean what an amazing charming city and like I think about so many places that we visited like that I mean Spokane you know which is where we have our retreat now and Kansas City I mean I fell in love with Kansas City and that mall that has Moorish influence architecture didn't <laughs> <laughs> okay you know the architecture you know what I remember about that because we were going on TV that morning for like four seconds yeah and I forgot all my makeup and I remember <laughs> I had to go get to the Mac store and drop like $150 on new makeup. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. I remember getting down there and I forgot a belt too. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, all, I'm, I'm like, I remember the. You remember the, the things the you whole... forgot. There's, there's some, there's some larger meaning in there. Timothy, yes, exactly. I remember the architecture and the great meals and the, you know, oh my gosh, that's so funny. And our, I mean, Twin Cities. I mean, when we went to the Twin Cities in 2011, and there was that funny nut log roll picture that from oh, yesterday. It's salted, it's salted nut roll, not the nut log. Yeah, Sarah. Salted, salted nut roll. And uh, but I, when we went to the Twin Cities for the first time, I just was like, why did no one ever just tell me you've got to go to the Twin Cities? I mean, it's such. I that immediately I was like, okay, how can I come back here again? I need to visit the Twin Cities again. Yeah. The same well, that, well, I knew how great the Twin Cities yeah, were. You sure did. Oh. Oh, but you were keeping it from me and uh so but then same thing with little rock when we were brought there by um the people who own capitol hotel and because they had us speak with um bart bart yasso was also speaking there <laughs> are you sure <laughs> everywhere yeah and uh and so but they brought us in and then you know we sold it little rock marathon and just i mean i just fell in love with that place and capitol hotel was so amazing and so anyway so yeah so it was our first retreat and um, I just, just we, such fun to get people together for, you know, days on end. So we, it wasn't just jammed into, you know, trying to make little piecemeal conversations in a two hour party. I mean, that was really to have the luxury of time and miles and meals with people. That was really so rewarding. And um, so, and speaking of Little Rock, here's a voice memo from Kristen in Canada, who we first met in Arkansas at the Little Rock Marathon. Hi, it's Kristen from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and my favorite AMR memory was at the AMR retreat in Spokane in September 2016, where I got to meet so many amazing, badass women, and I made some great friends who I've already met up with at the uh, Little Rock Marathon in March, and I'll be meeting up with them at a couple more races this year. 
as well at the Happy Girls Half Marathon when I got to cross the finish line hand-in-hand hand with Dimity. We got a great finish line photo, and it was by far the best race photo that I've ever had. So I'm very grateful to Dimity for sharing that moment with me. And I'm looking forward to seeing both of you at the Twin Cities Marathon this fall, where I'll be running my very first marathon. So I'm really excited about that. So thank you, Sarah, Dimity, and everyone at AMR for all that you do. And I'm looking forward to the years to come. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, and then you had the ankle. The capital <laughs> the capital A ankle. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was right after uh, Another Mother Runner debuted. I mean, because that came out in Tales March. Tales from Another so Mother Runner, yeah whole um or tales from another mother runner i should say debuted and so we had a whole series of events lined up where sarah was like uh-huh not yeah. doing other crutches so um so denise uh lovely denise who um is works for us and also uh started heart strides hit the road with me mm-hmm. and um and we texted you and called you and filled you in and it was and it had was my picture on a stick fun. Oh, yeah, we had your picture on a stick. That's right. Stare on a stick. So that was, that was fun. Yeah, that's awesome. But, you know, like, um, I, it was a Midwest swing. So I, I, got, I missed another opportunity to go to the Twin Cities. Nice. And I missed uh, meeting Lindsay Hine for the first time. I, you know, I've since met her, at least in Chicago, when I uh, did the program, the Saucony program there. But um, so, yeah, so that was disappointing that I had to miss that. Um, so and but I, I do have to say I was talking to someone. This is a little bit of a side note, and I'll make it quick. But I said um, met a woman at a, an event recently, and she had fractured her ankle in two places, and she was waiting to have surgery. It just happened, um, and so I was telling her, you know, giving her tips and you know all sorts of advice, and I said, and put put the word out to everyone you know that you want their prayers and good wishes and thoughts sending your way. I said because I have this community, and it was through their positive vibe sending me that I healed so well and so you know with such success and I truly oh. truly believe that um, we all virtually laid our hands on you I, I mean honestly you know I am not yeah. a religious person but I truly believe that sending positive intentions and vibes I mean you know gosh I mean Rachel from Australia sent me a book you know at, you know so that I could have something to read and people sent me all these cards and I mean I it's still a little too fresh. I mean, I can barely read those without, you know, tearing up all over again. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not laughing. I'm more laughing at the whole like, yeah, you're not, you know, when, when you go, I, I think I said this on the podcast before. I'm like, Sarah, you want to talk about your ankle? No, 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 I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Although I did, I recorded the podcast before going to surgery. Like the, my surgery was on a Wednesday. I, you know, shimmied down on my butt. Thankfully, we were recording at my house by then. So, you know, I had found out the day before. Yes, I could go down on my butt to this on the stairs and get over here. Recorded. I don't remember it. what did we talk about that day? I can't remember. Do you remember? Oh, I think it was. I think part of it was about my ankle. Maybe well, I don't I'm know. Sure I don't, yeah, I don't remember what the topic of the podcast was. That would be interesting. But yeah, I mean, yeah. then I mean, my surgery. I don't know. It was like at one thirty. Like I, I was I had to be in surgery prep at like one thirty. And oh, <laughs> it was like recorded that morning. Oh, yes. wow, okay. Yeah, oh, so, I mean, day before. yeah, no, oh, no, no, no. It was, okay, gotta go now because I'm going to go under anesthesia and have to <laughs> and get I'm both so sides of my ankle. right now, don't talk to me. I'm <laughs> right, so right. Oh, oh wow. my gosh, good times, good times. You healed, you healed, thankfully, you're back running. Yeah. Um, and uh, so 2016, we're, mm-hmm. we're um, almost to the end, guys. Thanks for hanging in. Um, so the Train Like a Mother Club debuted, trainlikeamother.club. And so we made the, our little, you know, lemonade prove it stand um (laughs) legit and that's been really fun and that's kind of been my focus for the past year and a half 
and um, really just feeling it brings out all the feels for me um makes me feel mostly really maternal you know mm-hmm. like i'm just like whenever anybody succeeds i'm just like oh they did it i'm so proud you know <laughs> nice. um and giving them all the resources that they need so that's been that's been really fun nice nice and you do such a wonderful job at it so oh, thank you and uh that is why you are the chief encouragement officer of another mother runner <laughs> <laughs> and, and me and my woo woo sending out positive vibes that's why i'm chief optimism officer <laughs> coo and ceo yeah. Yeah, yep yep so i love this exuberant voice memo from melissa talking about why mile 12 of the 2016 philly marathon was such a standout for her Hello, AMR friends. This is Melissa, mother runner from New Hampshire. And my favorite memory, um, it was kind of hard to choose one, but the standout moment for me uh, is when I got to run with Dimity McDowell Davis in Philly. I had traveled there with some new uh, heart rate training friends from New England. We did a road trip to Philly and I ran the half marathon. Uh, there was a good crowd of us in the um, in the starting area. We had a fun visit and I let the group go because heart rate training, I just was trying to run at the paces that worked for me. And right near the end, around mile 12, uh, there was a Bammer cheering section and Dimity was with them. And Dimity had uh, been running with the other ladies the whole time. She realized I wasn't there, that sweet thing, and she waited for me. At mile 12, she stopped and waited for me. <laughs> uh, and so I came along at mile 12 and truly one of my favorite racing miles ever would be that last mile with Dimity. It was a little warmer than I was expecting that day and she just talked and encouraged me and I laughed and she talked, which was so helpful. Um, There's really nothing like having somebody being your personal cheerleader all the way to a finish line, but to have it be Dimity was something really special for me. Um, And then right before we hit the finish line, MK hopped in with us uh, to run a, a short distance along with a few other Bammers. And so in the end, my whole Philly race experience um, turned out to be memorable in ways that I really never could have imagined. The friendships through AMR are are deep and many, and um, I look forward to other uh, races like that where we can all, all get together and and spend that kind of quality time. Thank you so, so much for always inspiring me in my running. Goodbye. That was a really fun race for me. I mean, I got oh, to yeah. run with a bunch of different people. And, um, yeah, it was fun running with Melissa. I would definitely pushed her a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a shocker there. <laughs> I know, right? At the very end. But she did it. She did it. And we got a great, great picture. Oh, end. such. Really oh, my gosh. Those photos were so fantastic. She sent them yesterday. They were just, uh, I just, I mean, just uh, listening to all these voice memos and all the messages. I, uh, I've gone through a lot of Kleenex this week in a very good way. So thank you awesome. to everybody. Um, so in 2016, we moved our retreat to the Pacific Northwest, whoa, whoa, uh, to Spokane, Washington. And so much fun to have a race added to the mix. Um, we um, so kind of changed the focus to being about race prep and, um, you know, race execution and mental toughness and all those things. And um, so then you got to, again, run with people, run races, because that's one of the things I think you love best about another mother runner. 
I do. I love. I love hanging out there. Um, yeah. yeah, and a lot of. I mean, in a, if you're coming this year, um, you know, it, it's There's definitely one spot the, left. The race. There's one spot left. One spot left. Grab mm-hmm. it now. Yeah. Um, it's about the race, but it's not. I mean, you know, and the race can be what you want it to be. It was very much a social event for most mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, Particularly so, with that MC to... they have. My gosh, what a oh, talent! That awesome <laughs> MC. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, here's a voice memo from one of the many delightful women at the Spokane retreat, Debbie, who I originally met at Zuma, Texas half marathon a few years before and such fun how many um, times our paths cross with different mother runners and grandmother runners this is debbie giassi from austin texas i'd like to record as quickly as i can a series of moments and memories associated with the amr community i got to meet sarah bow and shay about two years ago here at azuma race just outside of austin And I purchased one of their books, and she inscribed it with something that proved to motivate me through some very challenging times over the next several months. I continued to listen to their podcasts every time one came up, and in May, listened to the one where MK and Dimity um, introduced heart rate training, and I jumped on that right away and said, well, let's just keep jumping. And I jumped right into the retreat in Spokane and met some of the most incredible women I think I've met in my life up to this point. I am what they call a bagger, a badass grandma runner, and I am so proud of that and proud to be part of this community. I hope these kick-ass women continue to do this for a very long time so that we can continue this for generations. I want our daughters and our sisters and our nieces and our grandchildren to be able to experience what this community is all about. Love y'all. All right. We have arrived. Here we are, present day, 2017. Present day. <laughs> you where your feet are, March 2017. <laughs> yes, yes. So, uh, so we've got a lot of exciting adventures on our horizon. Um, some we've alluded to, like um, perhaps another Ragnar relay team um, from another Spokane retreat in September, um, and that plans are already in the works for 2018 retreats. Yes, that is plural. Um, tons of new t-shirts, tank tops, and running hats. Um, we've come a long way since those two tees and some books on a table at Expo STEM, as well as many exciting programs in the Train Like a Mother Club. Yep, we've definitely expanded there as well. Um, we have the ultra plans. We have a 50K and a 50-mile plan. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the triathlon, sprint, half, or a sprint, Olympic, and half mar- Ironman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, we've got the nutrition, Simply Nourish Like a Mother. We've got mental training, Perform Like a Mother. Um, and it's just been really fun to see people, like I said, just kind of find their groove and thrive. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah. yay for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So so I want to send us out on a voice memo that's longer than the other ones, but it touches on so many facets of Another Mother Runner, from our first book, to our podcast, to Talam Club, to our retreat. And my favorite line from this message from Melissa is, I have found my people. And I'd say that pretty much sums up the Another Mother Runner community. Hi, Bammers. It's Melissa in Florida, mom to four boys and one of the AMR role mothers from last year. And I have a great little story of how I stumbled upon the Another Mother Runner community. I work part-time as a college librarian, and about four or five years ago, I was doing some collection development in the women's health and fitness section. 
In other words, I was dumping all the Jane Fonda step aerobics books and purchasing new titles related to women and exercise. I ordered Run Like a Mother for the library. It came in. I quickly flipped through it without much thought and promptly put it on the shelf. I'd been running for about 10 years at that time and didn't think I needed a book on how to keep running. Was I wrong? Sometime later, I was training for a marathon and having grown tired of all my playlists and talk radio, I went over to iTunes and thought, there must be some kind of running podcast out there I could listen to. Famous last words, because of course there was, and you know what I'm talking about. I queued up one of the first AMR podcasts and headed out the door for a run. Okay, this is interesting. It's like two moms who run and are trying to keep their crap together. And by crap, I mean their families and life together. I listened to another, then another, and then another. Wait a minute. I think these are the authors of that book I bought for the library. Then, like a good Netflix series, I binge listened to every single podcast they had recorded. At that time, it would have only been about 40 podcasts. A few weeks later... While out on a 20-miler and listening to the podcast, I found myself laughing my butt off and then practically weeping and thinking to myself, oh my God, I have found my people. I don't know who you are, Sarah in Portland and Dimity in Denver, but you are my people. I went on to be a faithful fan of the podcast and then slowly got more involved with AMR over social media and then took a huge leap of faith last September when I flew all by myself 3,000 miles to the retreat in Spokane. It was an amazingly surreal time, and as I was running the Happy Girls half alongside Dimity, I couldn't help but thinking, what is actually happening right now? Because this tall lady who has forever lived in my earbuds is now running right beside me. I was lucky enough to be an AMR role mother last year. Side note, thank you, Saucony, for all the incredible running gear and shoes. And I'm probably slightly famous for writing that AMR blog post about getting my period during a marathon. But of course, if there's one great thing about this tribe, it's the TMI stuff, so no shame here. There have been so many wonderful podcasts that come to mind when I think of AMR. I loved hearing from Summer Sanders and that quirky group of Australian mother runners from, from Down Under with those fabulous accents. I loved hearing about that badass lady who did seven marathons on seven continents in seven days. I love it when there's a man on the podcast or when there is a guest with an inspirational story about coming back from illness Kimberly Markey, or dramatic weight loss stories like Fat Girl Running. I can tell you exactly where I was when I heard Bethany Meyer talk about birthing a tampon at the Boston Marathon. I was on mile six of the St. Jude Half Marathon, and I know this because I was laughing so hard I was crying, and I had to stop to wipe away the tears, and I was at mile marker six. I remember where I was when Dimity recapped her Ironman, and I had to stop running because I was crying with joy and determination for her and for myself as I shuffled along, feeling defeated. And I remember listening transfixed to Susie Favor Hamilton's story of running through bipolar disorder. That podcast is one that sticks with me, not only because of the riveting content, but because of how professionally and sensitively SBS and Dimity handled the whole interview. Finally, I've loved, enjoyed, and enjoyed getting to know the new co-hosts, the knitters, and the book lovers especially. Thank you, AMR, for keeping me and thousands of other mother runners moving forward. You truly are a saving grace for many of us out there on the road who run solo and have more often than not thought, is there anyone else out there like me? I'm so glad to know the answer to that question is hell yes. There are a whole tribe of badasses just like me out there, pounding the pavement, day by day, running away from life's hardships, and staying sane one step at a time. 
Finally, can you ladies come retreat in Florida sometimes? Because swaying palm trees and ocean waves make for one hell of a finish line photo. Many happy miles. All right, Dim, let's sign off together just like we signed copies of Run Like a Mother. Many, Many happy, happy miles. miles. Oh, we got, we got, here, how about, we can do better than that. Okay. Yeah. How about um, you start and then you say the first word, I'll say the second word, and then we'll say the third one together. Okay. So I say the first word? Yep. Okay. Many. Happy. Miles. miles. <laughs> <laughs> just like we run our races, Sarah. We're just a little out of sync. You're, yeah, you're too yeah. fast. I'm too slow. Or Thank, thankfully, our business has been a greater success than our synchronization. <laughs> <laughs>